Okay, okay, so we're here. It's me. Hey, it's episode 191, and you are you, and I'm still me, so that's, I mean, I hope that's true. I hope that's true of all of you, and uh, I guess, unless your dream is to be someone else, in, in which case, good luck with that, and you're free to use whatever, You. it's on me, whatever bathroom you want. Um, so, <laughs> look, it's, did I mention it was episode 191, and yeah. my guest this week is uh, Greg Barrett. Yes. And he's here with me, talking into the thing right now. And we're on my deck, so you can hear a jet flying over. That's probably some rich person who. That's actually. Uh, that's my, I just. That's my jet. I sent him for. I mean, he's gonna. He's gonna go get us muffins. Okay. Well, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. That's so we got muffins coming yeah. after this. Yeah. Um, or maybe during. So look, a thing that I like to do now is to plug my upcoming stand updates, and then you can do that too because we're starting the show. This is we're, technically there's a beginning part of the show where right. I talk, and then then a lot of times a guest comes on. But that's we're doing that differently now because we're, we're both right into the we're both here. Okay, right? I mean, you're if you here. want to I'm talk gonna, for a bit, I'm happy to I'm happy to let you to wait. It's weird because we're yeah, but we're splitting a headphone, so it'd be yeah. We're in we're very it's close. a little bit. Our heads are going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. do enjoy that though. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, well, I'm gonna. Okay, so what what theme would you like underneath our? These are our choices of, of themes underneath our. Uh, oh right. Our talking. I like the. I think board. the catwalk one. Did you like it? I like catwalk too. Yeah. All right. So coming up, I'm gonna be in uh, Denver, Colorado, at the Comedy Works uh, South, March two through four. That's Den. I, I never know if I should say the city or the dates first because of course the dates everybody's going to be alive on March 2nd through 4th and so you're thinking I'd love to come to that show and then Denver <laughs> you have I have a lot come. of faith so, you have a lot of faith I well I yeah if, you, if, yeah. You, if, if you're if still you, alive please come out yeah and if you don't think you're going to be alive till then um, good luck and enjoy this episode but buy a ticket early you know yeah it doesn't hurt what are you going to do with that money? you're not going to do anything with it you, you won't can't be take here. it with you okay yeah. So the Comedy Works, uh, March 2 through 4 in Denver. I've done, that, that's how I plug that one twice. Then March 8 through 11, I'm going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Or should I say, Minneapolis, Minnesota, get ready. I'm coming to you March 8 through 11. And then March 12th, I'm going to be in Charlotte. March 13th, I'm going to be in Atlanta. March 14th, I'm going to be in Birmingham, Alabama. March 15th, I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama. And March 16th, I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. And I've got to get... Those dates are not all... You're going to have to call up... Uh, the internet and find out the mm. menus for those. But I know yeah. Nashville's going to be at the uh, Zanies and Birmingham is at the Stardome and I'm not Charlotte's. I, I'm, people are already buying tickets to these. You could buy tickets, but you're going to have to do some Googling, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, that's true. So, what this, you got? I, so this Sunday, uh, the 5th, I am at uh, uh, Uncabaret downtown, First in Hope, with uh, uh, Michael Patrick King, who's a Executive producer of Saxon City and Laura Keitlinger. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then uh, I'm going to go to some different music. I know oh, yeah. this was. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. It was good at the beginning, but it's good for a long. Yeah, it's. A, I'm ready to go down. Some jam. Slow it down a yeah. little bit. Now. Yeah. Then next weekend, starting next uh, Thursday, uh, that'll be the somewhere around the. Oh jeez. Well, let's it. say it's six days after the fifth. No. It's okay, four. calendar talk. Ninth. Let's get ready. Yeah. yeah. Thursday the ninth. Thursday night. So I think that I'll be in Brea, California, the 9th through the Sunday, 9th, uh, 10th, 11th. I think I think that's right. Mm-hmm. And then the following weekend, I'll be in Peoria. So that's the 16, 17, 18. Yeah, and so yeah, and you can go to gregbarron.com or uh, uh, gregorybarron.com is actually what it is, and uh, or uh, or my Twitter feed or bands in town. Sign up for bands in town, and it'll just tell you. It will let you know. When I'm coming. Does that tell everyone you can, where? Does if it, you can sign up and say, yeah, let me know when Greg's coming. Does it know where I'm going? If you're hooked up to it. 
and it might otherwise, but I have never seen announcements for you. I got to get hooked up to Bands, Bands in Town. Bands in a good one. I mean, there's a few of those, but that's a good app. Well, great. I'm yeah, check I that always out. know when my peers are working all the time. I thought you were going to say, I always know when my period is coming. I also know when that's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's good to yeah. know when that's happening. It starts at 51. Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, and also it, what it does is it's a, one of those ones, if you let it, it reads your iTunes and then thinks you want all of those bands to, to know when they're playing. So if you have just one song by somebody, or even if you have a joke song in there. It's going to be red alert. They're going to let you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Men Without Hats are playing. I, I I just had that in there for a fun thing. Men Without Hats, they keep playing. You know who plays all the time the English beat? They yeah, may they be are. Playing down, it, they may be playing downstairs. But they're not the ori- original English. I mean, some of them. There's a couple Dave, of them. Dave Wakeling is there, the, uh-huh. the uh, uh, but not Ranking Roger. Who that, that would be the two core members that you want from the English beat. That I want. Well, I mean... Maybe you know you what love, I want. Maybe like Saxa, who is the uh, saxophone player. I, oh, how, do you, how do they come up with these names? I went to see the English Beat <laughs> yeah. um, one time playing with, um, uh, uh, is it uh, is it Squeeze? Is that right? They might have been playing with Squeeze. Black um, Coffee, is that Squeeze? Yes. Yeah, that's Squeeze. Oh, yeah, I that's a good squeeze. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Until, uh, yeah. That's a good, that's a good show. It was a good They're show. They're a good band. They're still a great band, but they... Um, uh, uh, but they just seem to be playing out here all the time. And Who are we talking about now? The English, the English beat. Yeah, they're busy. Yeah. Well, Daddy needs money. Everybody's got to work. There's a documentary, man. I'll tell you something. If you want to see how hopeless show business is, get the Flesh Tones documentary. They were a band that was in all the right places at all the right times. They made all the right videos. They had the right sound at the right time, and they did not make it. And they're they're now traveling, and they travel. They don't even have a bus or a van. They take their separate cars. And they're still fighting, and they, but they refuse to quit. So it's what they're doing, and they're quite good, but they have no legacy in which to build. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 the guy who Peter Zaremba used to host the thing called IRS is the Cutting Edge, which was the first alternative music show that was on uh, MTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and I think they live not that far down the street. They live down the road here somewhere. The, the, they live out towards the beach. Somewhere. What's their name again? The, the flesh, flesh tones. tones. Yeah, and they play like they live right here. Yeah. You would like them actually. They're really like they play like blues based but great soul rock and roll. I'm ready to go to yeah. see the flesh you tones. You like soul stuff. You have a soul I thing do. happening. Yeah, I do, do have a soul thing. Yeah, you do. I do. I like that. Uh, uh, you actually would like them a lot. R and B, soul, soul, mm-hmm. any kind of any kind of rootsy uh, music, and and also, I mean, I hate to say it, but if. Uh, if black people older over the age of forty like it, I'm down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I agree with that. Um, so yeah, you know, Johnny Rotten, I think, used to live near here, where we are right now. Yes. Yes. Headquarters. I was just going to look. What was I going to look? I was going to look on my phone for something, and now I can't even remember. We've covered so much ground. We did. We got I mean, a lot. I mean, we we, we uh, got our tour dates out there, which is always at the end. And I feel like that's so good that we did it at the beginning. You want to do it at the beginning. People know who you are because th- that's included in the name of the thing, right? And people know who I am because right. if they if you don't know who I am and you're listening to this, I mean, God bless you. But yeah, you, thanks you, for jumping on board. I don't know what kind of coincidence of buttons you had to hit on your phone. They're not even buttons anymore. No, they're just things that look like buttons. But you know, I don't think there's any, uh, you know. Uh, as far as podcasts go, there's a lot of trust because uh, there's a lot of podcasts out there, and I feel like people jump at them just, they like the cover, like they're, you know, they're open. I think people are more open to, it doesn't matter who you are, it's a, it matters if it's interesting to me. Does that make sense? I think so. That isn't always the case in other forms, but with the podcasting, it's really, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. 
have no idea. No, I, I was trying to get. To you mean you? You mean you, you? Anybody will give you a try one time, and then, yes. and then they might be done. That's right. Well, that's, that's right. yeah. And you don't have to be an expert in what it is you're talking about. It's the way you're talking about it. I think that that you know. Thank it God really for is, that. Oh brother. my God, isn't it right? But because uh, uh, we've been talking about this a lot, I've been you know I've been saying to you, I've been listening to a lot of different kind of podcasting. So I've never really listened to the the comedy podcast much. You were on a super successful podcast, Walking the Room, still available on the inter- yes. internet tunes yes. of iTunes. So can I, I'll, let me tell you something interesting about that. So I went and performed. Well, let me tell you yeah. something, first tell of all. Something. Shout out to my Scottish fan, uh, David, who is listening to this. He started on my podcast because of you. And uh, and he's... He, He's, he doesn't have uh, he can't he doesn't travel and I can't haven't been to Scotland yet so I may never meet him but uh, th- it's funny how these people they they get on board with something they he, I can't remember he heard me on your podcast or he listened to my pad- podcast because you were on right and then now now I have this connection to this uh, really cool good really cool dude right and then so there is that kind of like sort of there, so there's you and the tofop guys and the and then of course the dollop and um, and then certain people who were guests on our show who have gone on to start their own podcast, but there is like a, a real sort of staying within the family thing where people kind of, and then they assume you must, you know what I mean? Like they, um, uh, they make the association, they enjoy the one thing and then they enjoy the guest and they stay with it. So if you decide to make another podcast, they'll go there with you for a little while just based on your appearance on our show, or even if you right, were... Right, right. People come and listen to you because they heard you on the other thing. Although, yeah. not... not all, Yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. But, yeah, I do think that happens. Well, it's... it's, it's if you... Uh, I think because the, our podcast was so specific. The walking like the road. Felt yes. like, if you felt like you were a part of our bigger, messed up family. You know, and this is no offense to the person I'm about to mention, but Paul Gilmartin did much better than Rob Delaney. Because Paul Gilmartin just came in and was like sad and funny and mean and took Dave apart and was really like just in the game. You came in, you were just in the game with us, you know. Rob Delaney came on as a guest and he was sort of guest-like and he was great and he's a great guy and I love Catastrophe, I love him. But he didn't have that. He might have been new to be to being like he really nailed Twitter and still continues to nail Twitter, I think. Yeah. And uh, but but I think he's new to the to to the world of comedians talking to each other in a silly way. Well, he nailed this other thing called television because his show is catastrophe. Highly recommend. Oh my god, I love it. I haven't watched it yet. Well, it didn't. You know, I was like, I don't want to watch it. But I mean, it's for you know, it's about a couple. You know, it's a love story at the beginning. And then they have a baby, which you're like, I'm going to hate that. And it is Because you hate babies, dark, right? And, well, you just, I don't, I already, ha- I have one. I want to watch something else. Right. Don't tell me about babies. But I don't want to hear your voice. I'll go, like, I'll go look at my own baby. That's right. There won't be as, there, no, barely, people rarely, I think that's why people like Louis so much. It was like a, a refreshing point of view on your family. But he, th- that show is amazing. It Catastrophe. Is really, yes, it's really good. It's not appropriate for anyone else in your family but you and possibly your wife. It's really dirty and funny but it's also very sweet and, uh-huh. yeah and he's amazing yeah he's yeah really I haven't good. watched I haven't watched it yet but I'm a fan I have to say I'm a fan of moved. Rob Delaney's he moved there he moved where he moved to England to England yeah that's where it shot he moved to England yeah it's for the BBC and so he he decided uh, I'd just like to say right now to the BBC that I would move there in a second me too and listen Australia you know Jake and I were both there uh, we'd love to come we're sorry about uh, uh, our president hanging up on you uh, but uh, uh, yeah. So, but anyway, we'd still like to. If you got a well, job, we all can't. We can't. I can't be held responsible for my president. No, I know, but you will be. 
No, I don't think so. I think people cut you some slack. You know, it's funny. When I was there... Like, like if, if you went to yes. Libya, you wouldn't think, oh, this is going to be a country full of assholes because of Gaddafi, right? No, that's true. That's true. I mean, let's just go right to it. No, Hitler, but, if you went to Germany, yes, would you assume just, everybody think, was I a think jerk? The Germans have suffered because of Hitler. I genuinely do. I think. Well, they, yes, I, I, I think, no, I think you're I right, think they, but I, but I'm ready to cut them some slack. I, but I still even feel for Hitler, like, I'm, I'm ready to say, look, I'll go to Germany and I'll make friends with who's who's there. I think German guys are a tough. Like uh, you, you know, you know how in the movies we've we've seen Swedes, we've seen Danes, we've uh -huh. seen all kind, all manner of, of, of at least one from almost every nation has come over, and there's some star. Mm -hmm. Who's the big crossover American German star? Okay, look, I know he's technically he's not German. Who? Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's Austri hey, Austrian. Austrian. But that's yeah. from 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 Hitler time. That's the same. That's those right. guys are. That's uh, yeah. And he came over. Th that, he came over in the seventies. So that's not that long after. Well, you know what? It, you know WW2. It was a smoking pot at the end of the pumping iron. That's the thing. That Do you I think, think so? Yes. I, li I, I like. I think people watch that movie and went, "This guy's ridiculous." And then they saw him getting high at the very end, which negates all the. And not negates, but it's the opposite of what you've just watched him do to get there. And poor Lou Ferrigno's got the bad ear. I go, "Come and listen to the drinks." Ooh. Was I don't know. A, what was that? You just did an impression That's of Lou Ferrigno. Well, he's a, he's an entertainer. No, I know, but this is we can't be mad at President Orange Pants if. if for making well, fun of the reporter, if if you if you're going to do this type of disrespecting of Lou Ferrigno, can well, we? I was really well. I mean, you can't I mean, we can. I, I'm I'm just trying to say. No, I mean, I think you got a point. It's hard to know point. the rules. Yeah, I was trying. Yeah, well, I mean, it was more an homage, but I hear what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, no, okay. But it, I'm sorry. Maybe, this is not. Be... I just defy, I defied the rules of improv. Is no, I'm supposed I, to yes and you, yes, and I and I really just like but, no, I don't think so. Do yeah, you? but you didn't defy uh, your own belief system. And I think that is what is more important right now. Boy. Is that there's a lot of, hey, settle and enjoy the, just be okay with the president. Somebody, you know, I, there was that McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, I saw that this morning. McConaughey said that we got to, but I don't know what he said because the media can't wait to take something that you said no, that might it. be slightly weird. Okay, well, you watched it. Yeah. Good. So This is he, the best way for me to get my news because I can't, I have to, I can't watch everything. I have well, to have some people just filter it for me. Here's why, here's why I watched it. Early on, when they had that alt-right thing, like the first day I had tweeted, alt-right, 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 for no reason. Just like a, I just thought that it was funny, but then it, was, it came without context. And then all of a sudden I had context. So, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that until I watch this. And, uh, and it was enough of a, you know, we need to respect the president thing. And I was like, we don't actually. We absolutely do not. You do not have to. Uh, you do not have to uh, be okay with or sign off with or try and get used to because if you do, you're putting yourself out of business. I find, I find now the president is like, I, I just went into the gym and the trainer kind of just doubled all my weights. That's what I find dealing with the president now. I can't, I, I, have, to, I have to decrease how much I find out about what the president's doing because I can't handle all of it at one time. It's, so, I, I'm working my way up to it. But I get what you're saying because Arnold, Arnold, at the first, and what is it, 15 minutes in, and now we're out to the president. Okay, I feel like that's pretty good because yeah. uh, usually it's like a minute. Usually it's <laughs> yes. right in the door. No, I've been listening. To your, what did this that's guy why do? I came now? out here. I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah, I've I'm been not, listening to your podcast. I've been checking in. I mean, I, get I don't it. know if I'm okay. I get Somebody it. called me an idiot on Facebook the other day, and I wanted to just say, "Hey, I'm a comedian. Of course, I'm an idiot. That is my whole raison d'être." Right. 
is I'm an idiot. Right. So if I say something stupid, yeah, you can relax because yeah. I'm just an idiot with a podcast, and you are the listener. That's right. You control the stop me from talking button. Yes. And I'm not the president, so I'm just an idiot who has an opinion about the president, right. who's just a reality show TV host that maybe we shouldn't have given him that reality show. Anyway, so Arnold Schwarzenegger, right right after the election, is saying, well, you know, he, he it's hard not to do an yeah, Arnold do it. impression. That's it's hard. hard. He's our president, and we have to hope that he, we have to hope that he does a good job. We, we have to root for him to, to do well and to be a good president because he is our president. Yeah. That's what Arnold says. And then Trump, like... Less than a week later, goes on at his press conference about being the president and talks about how Arnold's ratings are in the tank. And Arnold, <laughs> Arnold didn't respond to that. But then this morning, the when breakfast. he did it at the prayer breakfast, on I was so you can go to my Twitter and you can see the clip of a lot of people have tweeted the clip of Arnold going, "Hey, why why don't you? I've got an idea. If you don't like the ratings of The Apprentice, why don't you take over The Apprentice and I'll be the president of the United States? Yeah. And then people can." People can relax a little bit. Yes. And, and I feel yeah. like, yes, I'm down with that. It Even though... So, it's that, so weird when you see Arnold or George Bush or George Bush Sr. or anybody else and you think, oh, God, if only. Man. Well, look, the plot of Idiocracy is that a professional wrestler becomes president. Yes. So I'm rooting for Arnold Schwarzenegger or, as I've said in past episodes, The Rock, Dwayne, right. Dwayne Johnson. Well, I'm going to vote for Mike Judge if he runs because he knows, Right. Does he, he know? Knew then, well, he's the right. He knows he wrote, a lot. No, he, I know who yeah. Mike Judge is. Yeah. Right, no, he, but he, I mean, was, so he Beavis he and Butthead and then Idiocracy. Yes, yeah, he was. Yes. Yeah. he did. Mm. He did. We had a sense of it, but I, I mean, look, this is I, I, in a bigger sense, I'm like, look, this is, this was coming, this was, I mean, you know, this was all our right around the time of the, you know, the the invention of Paris Hilton and the internet, we've been creating this same monster. Paris Hilton was invented too, wasn't she? She she wasn't born of man and woman of woman. You were born a woman, but a man usually. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. No. Yeah. No. She is. Uh, she was made out of a woman and, and a uh, and a perfume. I have no idea. I mean, is she a real person? Is she? Was her father or dad? Is that what you're asking? The Hilton guy. No, I think I was just making a joke about well, how she was saying. manufactured. She was just a she was just a dumb girl until they turned her into this celebrity well, dumb girl. Well, it's funny. So we right? do this thing where we we first we we so first she was this thirteen year old crazy socialite with her sister. And, and which is okay. Was, Everybody and, and, should be allowed to be a dopey thirteen-year-old. Right. And she was wealthy, and they wrote this article about her in GQ. It was like this is before the internet. Uh, and then the videotape happened, and then we all shamed her. And then David Letterman said she's a woman having sex. She we should not be shamed. And we all went, "We're very sorry. We get it." And then Kim Kardashian, who was less of a victim, she was like uh, she was a victim of her own releasing of a videotape. And then we were like, she's a woman of color, and she's blah, 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 and we like that. So we just keep forgiving. We just keep forgiving. Is she really a woman of color, Kardashian? I mean... Well, she's a, you know, she's... Uh, she's one of the... Armenian. She's well, the, well, okay. A, I mean, it is... All right. Yeah. I feel like we're all people of color. I, well, I mean, I want to lump in. I don't want to take a free ride. I'm not trying to appropriate somebody else's culture. But, look, I feel like what's going on right now and the game that's getting played... Right. Uh, the... You're confused if you think this is this is black white or brown white because this this is some kind of deeper money game that's getting worked on people yes. right now. Right, and so this is all the stuff that they've given us to fight about and distract us. But the but anyway, so you just see that sort of we sort of um, our level of what is atrocious sort of 
goes along in this thing, and then it's Brett Favre, and then it's Anthony Weiner, and now we've got both sides of it, you know. And there's all this stuff, and suddenly it's less and less. Spell of a story. it out, though. Connect Brett Favre and Anthony Weiner so for Brett, a second. So Brett Favre is the you know from the uh, Green the Bay Packers, Packers to mm-hmm. send a dick pack. Now he's the first real public, famous, likable guy who has his penis out in the public. In Crocs, and, he was wearing Crocs and too. He's wearing the time. Crocs, yeah, and it's a bad photo. And it was poorly lit. It looks like a broken broom handle. So I'd make the argument that there really aren't good dick pics, but uh, um, that's not me well, asking for it, listeners. No, that no. is not me yeah. asking for I it. I mean, that just goes back to the whole thing that like we've all agreed that the dick is okay because it's what we have, but it's not. It's not great. It's yeah. not great. It's yeah. like I, I, I go anybody anybody who's kind enough to put one of those in their mouth, bless your heart, because you had to make a deal with yourself that it was cool. It's like when you have your first shot of whiskey and you go, I can do another one. But wow. Oh, my God. It's hard. Got to be hard. Got to be difficult. Well, I don't know. Hats off, fellas. Gay guys. But so then, uh, um, so then it, it, so then we, so that happened, right? And then Anthony Weiner happened. And suddenly we were, we stopped, we became. But Anthony Weiner didn't get to keep his uh, job. He would have if it hadn't happened. I feel like times. now, I feel like now. Well, I think the the problem with him was the, the, there was the element of sexual harassment, and then there was also the fact that he was married at the same time. But I think we're yes. we're quickly entering into a and world then, where his, his a wife, single guy that, some of that stuff was on a different server, right? Because his wife was Hillary's. There was Anthony Weiner emails on the not not from him about him and his you know what yeah. I mean like so there was that whole there's all of that. Anyway, break of, it down. I'm the, sorry, I'm getting the, in your no, way. No, the point I'm trying to make is that we, you know. We got to the point where the president, the current president, had a thing, had a, there was a dossier, and they're like, he likes being, peeing on people, and that went away in a news cycle. But I don't think that was true, actually. Right. And even but, if, it wa- if it was true, right. if it was true, right. if he, if the, pre- this is what I heard, this is the rumor that I heard, and I think it's complete nonsense BS, but, but the rumor was that he, he hired some hookers in Russia to pee on a bed that Obama had slept in. Right? That's what I had heard. That's what I had heard. That sounds like that's out of the Led Zeppelin book. Like that Jimmy Page, but like that, yes. I mean, it's like knows? Elvis shooting the TV when Robert Goulet was on. It all, it kind of makes me like everybody more that, that the president, that, that that's, that's how he's spending his time. You know, when they go, hey, what did you want to do while you're in Russia? And he goes, you know what, you know what I really want to do? I want to hire some. I want to hire, hire some hookers and go pee on that just, Obama but bed. That, that is so but also the, just the, the idea of uh, that kind of... Anyway, it's just it's, it's so messed up. But anyway, what I'm saying is, in a good way, those things which are just human sexuality have sort of rolled into we don't care. I think we really don't care. I think it really doesn't matter. However, it's also made our forgiveness too wide, and so we're, we're, we're forgiving people their trespasses without really even looking at the ramifications of the behavior. Well, I think you got to forgive people who want to be forgiven because they're saying, like, that was a thing that I regret, and I, I'd like you to forgive me for that. I, I, think, it's, I think it's a whole right. different thing when we're, when we're just going green light, do whatever you want. Right. You know, it's, yeah. no, it's a crazy day or right. whatever that... There was a Star Trek episode where they just can murder people and everything. You just got to lock yourself in. That's the original Star Trek. That's how old I am. So what did McConaughey... Do we finish so this? Basically, what, what McConaughey, so all McConaughey said... So anyway, I wanted to be informed because I'm, I'm doing it... I'm different than, you, than you, your approach right now because I have always been not close enough to it and I get very, very upset. So instead, I've leaned in and I've started to really uh, study and listen to things on politics and governing and 
true studying the uh, uh, Islam and Muslims in school right now. So we went last night. We were like, because she was like, you know, which who 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 makes up? Is it the Sunni or the Shia that are in ISIS? I was like, you know, I'm not really positive. So we went. We read through all that stuff. Like I wanted to start going. Okay, this is where everybody's from. This is who everybody is. Like, I started to really want to understand because uh-huh. I don't, and it can't be vague anymore. I really want to be able to say to her when she says, who, are, who is radical Islam? What's the difference between radical Islam and radical, you know, extremists and extremism and right. that kind of thing? She goes, because I want to be able to defend everybody, but I don't understand. I want to know what it is. And she goes, and I also want to know about Paul Ryan. What's his deal? Uh-huh. I was like, "What?" She goes, "Who's but Paul Ryan? Like, I know he's been he's been around for a long time. He was around during Obama, right?" I was like, "Jesus Christ, where do you get? like? I you're only 14." They I find out stuff. People are talking to him, but but I think that the the real deep truth is that it's more complicated than two sides, and it's more complicated than good guys and bad guys, of course. and that everybody has been a little bit of a bad guy at least in their life. And so how do you judge? And then also when you get into these situations about one side did this and one side did that, sometimes even the good guys are doing stuff, you know, then, then there's that false flag thing where, where one side does something that they then hope to blame the other side for doing that the other side didn't really do. And then that's how you get into this protesters are being paid to protest the other side or to start right. riots for and and so I think you need to be real researching anarchy and chaos and and uh, and those kind of things to 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 really see ask yourself the question like is the thing that I'm pissed off about the real thing that I should be worrying about yes. or is there some is this like a ma- I feel like a lot of times I'm reading the news it's like I'm I'm watching a magic trick where I think that uh, that that the guy is in the box, but really he's backstage and in the audience behind me in the right. end of the magic trick. And right. so what's really going on? Because I'm watching a box catch on fire or fill up with water or, you know, I'm watching him ban Muslims from coming coming into the country. But then on the other hand, what's what's going on is he's he's arranging to give away our public lands, our national parks. He's going to give those to the states, and then they could they could potentially be sold or bankrupted from there. You know, it's like so. What is really going on, and what are are the priorities? What we're seeing, or are the priorities something else? Not to get into a paranoid conspiracy no, it's theory, good, but though. so you are so you're not actually ignoring it. You're saying that, but you're very well versed in it. No, I'm not ignoring it. I'm I'm saying like I get no, too deep. Too I much. get too deep in where it's right. like, hey. I remember when we all used to go on Twitter and make fun of it, and Facebook and make fun of it, because everybody's retweeting cat videos, and we like, how come people can't talk about something serious? And now it's the opposite. Now right. it's like, hey, could somebody please tweet a kitten? Could somebody just make a joke? I love it when in the middle of this, like, hailstorm of political anger and people getting mad at each other, some guy's like, hey, I'm going to be at the Funny Bone. I'm yeah. going to come up in Peoria at the jukebox. Yes. You're coming to yes. Peoria to the jukebox, yes. and you got to say hi to Dan. I Oh, I love... Oh. Oh, at the... In Peoria. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think I did that room four years ago, and I just loved it. I want to go back. I want to go back again. The, mo- the So Dr. Gonzo came. He was a comic from the... I remember you know, Back in the days when yes. I first started. Huge, really funny, great act. Yeah. But he's, he's <coughs> sort of semi-retired and running some restaurants in, in Indiana. He came in to see the late show one night, and it was three bachelorette parties, just complete chaos throwback to the worst gig that he and I had ever done in the East Bay 
of, of Sanford. Yeah, it was just sure. it was just so much. It was on the one hand fun and on the other hand sad. Like you go back to your hotel and go, really? I've been in show business for thirty five years and I and I just did one of those can, again. Can but I tell you how fun. excited I would be if I ran it? If I found a video cassette that that was from the Sweetwater or whatever it is, and it was you and Dr. Gonzo. Mm-hmm. In 1987, right? Would it be like 87? Yeah, yeah. I, that would be one of the best things. I, that would be awesome. That would be that would be such a time capsule of what comedy was, right? And two really yeah. bright, you know, real comics, real. And you're a you are young. You were a young bright star. That would be amazing. Oh my! God. So I went to one time. I was in. Uh, I think it was in Vancouver, uh, and I was doing this series of one-nighters with with two other comics, but uh, we got to Vancouver and Dr. Gonzo was at this club in town, so we had the night off. So we're like, hey, let's let's go let's go hang out, watch his show, and check it out. So he's in this bar, and uh, you know, it's not really a stage. He's like standing on the dance floor, and then so people are around on three sides, and there's a bar kind of in the back, and he. And if anybody can succeed in any environment, it was it was is Dr. Gonzo because he had music and he had solid jokes and it was like there was some drinking and parting stuff, but it, yes, but it was also it was also really funny and and he played this kind of like bedraggled sort of phased. You look like one of the guys in the Muppet band. Musician guy. So he's got yeah. sunglasses on. He's got his sunglasses on. He's got his guitar. He's doing his act, and he's singing some song parodies. And super funny, and we're loving it. And the crowd, it's a small crowd, and they're, and they're into it, but it's not, it's not like it should have been packed for the show that he's doing. And about 40 minutes into his hour show, he takes off his sunglasses, and, and, he, and he notices that in, in addition to the stage lights, there's a disco ball with the light on it, and they've dimmed it, but it's been the whole time... All the time while he's been doing the show, there's there's the there's the little starlights that have been going across his face that that he's just ignored the whole show. He's just been doing a show. He takes his sunglasses off and he goes, "Holy shit, has that been going on the whole time?" And it was this it was this perfect moment of it was in his character of the stone guy, and it was right. also it was also like he ignored it to get the crowd on his side, and then now when he finally acknowledged it, it was like, "Oh my god, it was the best." They love it. It was the best. Well, they 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 liked it, but me and the other comics watching him loved it. Oh, yeah. It was just the perfect Those moment. Are, yeah, 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 yeah. He he, yeah, uh, uh, he was great. Yeah, John Means. John Means. That's his. That's his real name. If you're out there googling. But to the to go back to our, our our point, my thing is, I'm trying to figure out where I. So the, the 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 more I pay attention to all this, I'm trying to figure out where where do I where's my part that I participate in 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 being a part of the solution, and where is it that I because to, to to make people feel better, make them feel good, I want to be able to do that. But to do that, I have to understand what everyone is sort of what it feels like for everybody else instead of myself because I've been so about like my my feelings and how it affects me and my family and that kind of stuff. And I think that is then the the that is the poison. That has, that has gotten into the Republic is this whole idea of what's going, how it affects you and your thing. And it, for me, at least, and that's what all of these uh, social media things are. It's, just, you know, it's all inward-looking, creating a facade of who you are kind of thing. They're not, not worthy, but there's just so much more. And I think they have been damaging, at least to the political process, because they give you the feeling that you're a part of something but you're not even really at all because what needs to happen is probably down the street or somewhere in your real community that you can walk to. Well, I th- well that's what I think. I think that the the answer is not getting an- angry at people that you don't know who are saying things that you think make them idiots on 
social media. Right. The answer is talking to your neighbor who voted another way from you and asking him, like, hey, why do you do that? Why why did you do that? Not not like, why did you do that, you dum-dum, but why, why did you do that? And what were you hoping to accomplish? And this is what I hope to accomplish. And let's all get on the same page because really we want the same things. We want to make a decent living. And if, if we're paying taxes, we want to get back from our taxes. We want to get good schools. And, you know, we want to feel safe or whatever. Right. Right. You know, and we, yes, and we want to. Yes, and we want to. We, we yes, we like our money spent the way that it should be spent because we've all agreed the taxes are something that we pay, and we also those people that are in Congress and in Senate, those are people we elected to do for us, yeah, not to build careers of their own or they have shows for later, and not to just spend their whole time in office blaming the other side for making America terrible. Yeah, that's and exactly not it's right. like okay, look, if you want to repeal the. Uh, American Health Care Act, or you know, everybody's calling it Obamacare. If you want to, if if you want to repeal the Affordable Care Act and replace it with something better, then get on with it. Give me something better. That sounds great to me. That sounds great. Right. But I don't see the better thing. I just hear you bad mouthing the other guy for ruining your life. But your life didn't get ruined by anything because you get this Congress health care, which is better than all of our health care combined. Yeah. Just give us what you got and and game over. Time out. High five. Let's all go home. If you know, and that's the thing. It's like the the rhetoric. The the, the you know when he when he speaks and he says, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. What we're going to be doing is a thing that's better. It's going to be magnificent. The plan we have is magnificent. So he's he. I feel like you've given up on your impression a little bit. I feel like you need to. If you're going to do it, do that again. I don't know that I can. Uh, I don't okay. Know that I can. All right. I don't know that I can. Uh, now I can't, yeah. Yeah, you were just doing a nod to it, but I feel like we all owe it to Trump to really do an impression of him as much as we can. You know what it is? I, I, I'm one of those people, if I spend, if I'm with a person from England, I, I've got it right away. And three minutes, like once they leave, it just starts to fade immediately. Yeah. I've just heard it. Because I'm now vaguely doing my remembering Alec Baldwin's. But it's the words, you know? It's the. Uh, you know, uh, that's terrific. We're fantastic, you know. No, wait, is that Alec Baldwin or Trump? Trump. He yeah. uses all those. He never says anything actual. There's never a, what we're going to do is, we've got a plan. It's a fantastic plan. You're going to love this plan. This guy, this guy is a great guy. It was, and last night, because that thing where he was at the prayer breakfast was a tribute to Mark Burnett. Was it really? That's what it was? Yes. Well, no, he was, that's what he turned it into. Yes, so he turned it Australia, into. Yeah, right, that's what it turned into. It, because Mark, Bur is it because Mark Burnett is an Australian? Is he was he? there, maybe, and he was there. I think they were, somehow he was involved in it, because he kept bringing up Mark Burnett, and they said he was great, and this guy, Mark Burnett, and then he, but then he brought back, well, it, well, you know, I forgive you for the, he forgave him uh, for hiring Schwarzenegger, but we really did make some fantastic, I, and then he asked for a prayer, I think, for The Apprentice. Yeah. Does it, does it, does it, it, I wonder if it feels as much to other people as though, like, no, we really did. I want to cut the guy some slack. He is our president. I agree with the, what's his name, Matthew McGonaghy, about the guy's our president. We got it. We, it's, look, we're driving across the desert in this car. This is the car that we have to drive across the desert. To journey through the next four years, this is the car we've got. It's a Donald Trump car. It's the, he's the president. He's our president. So we got to do that. I get that. But more and more, it feels like I really would like to go back and have a word with the dealer who sold us this thing because it's not, it's not the car that, I mean, I, I didn't, this is not the car that I wanted to make this journey in, right? I wanted to. I feel more like I don't want this car to make the journey. I, I want to get out of this car. Right. I don't want to well, show up in this car. I don't think I'm that's a choice. Out, I, I don't wanna, think that's a choice. I think there are ways to pull a few screws out and have the wheels come off. 
Well, I think there's a lot of people talking about that. Yeah. But I don't. Th I don't think I'm not into. I don't want to sabotage the guy. I just. I just want to kind of look. Let's make. Let's foam down the runway. Now I'm changing it into an airplane. Oh, wow. You got to foam down the runway. Yeah, you got to foam down the so runway. So you get a see, So now you. Now we're in the Trump plane. We right, were in the Trump car, but we, now we're in the plane. Because we, we would we would we would dismantle the car, and suddenly he'd be in a plane. We're like, how did he get there? He's un, he's unstoppable. This guy. Um, I you know I'm actually more interested to see what the republic does. I'd like to. I mean, I'd like to live through a first time situation where we really just did not like our president, and you know, because in in Parliament in Australia, those guys can be out in a. Oh, that's the beauty of the parliamentary system is yeah. you can vote the guy, guy you can vote right the guy out. right that, out. Yeah, Julie, you can't vote that, this guy out. Yeah, and this you know that asshole that came in after Julian Gilliard, the the first female prime minister who was fantastic, you know, the, the, he was in there and they got him out and you know that's the thing it's like the you know, Tony the, Abbott Tony Abbott yeah yeah he's a piece of work. I mean he's and, terrible. Yeah, I saw and, I, I retweeted a the guy from uh, Worst idea of all time, another great podcast. Uh, Tim Bat was <laughs> tweeted this exchange between you know, an American guy goes, hey, sorry about your prime minister. And he goes, that's okay. You stuck with us through Tony Abbott. So we'll stick with you through this guy. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if it'll be, I mean, we'll see. But that's right, Tony Abbott. And and also, you know, people were saying this has been, you know, Brexit. And this is this conservative turn is... Well, we're living in exciting times. That's that's what I'm saying is I can't... I want to see more tweets about uh, silly jokes and, and, and right, funny... Yeah memes put together because I feel like we're living in a time now that is almost as exciting as some of these post-apocalyptic like crazy stuff is going on and you just wonder like what is going to, every day it's like what's going to happen next, yes. that's how I feel yes. and uh, on the one hand this is what we all want, this is what we all kind of think would be super great you know the Chinese curse like may you live in exciting times like weird that's actually happening right now, every day it's some new I crazy thing I can't tell you how much I feel like that and I'm afraid to tell people because I have, I, I sort of made my peace with it almost, not immediately, but pretty close to like, okay, this happened for a reason. This was, this is the, this was what was put on the table. This, this, look, we can trace this back to why this is happening. And no, no matter what side you're on, it works. This is either the thing you really wanted, good luck to you, or this is the thing you really didn't want, good luck to you. This is what the universe has provided. This is what you get. This is what you get for not paying attention or, paying attention too much, whatever it is, there's a lesson in this for everybody, but for the first time since I've been alive, and maybe just because of the internet, but even having been on the internet for however many years it's been, since it was sort of fully functioning in this way, it feels like people are awake. It feels like we're all awake, and we're all, all, you know, it's like, I feel like, it's like we're in a hotel, we didn't know any, you don't know anyone in a hotel, and the fucking hotel got rocked, and now we're all standing outside, we're all in our, in the lobby or in our rooms, and we don't know, everybody. like, what the fuck is going on? Right, and we're all trying to figure out who we are. Who's that guy down the hall? Uh huh. And also, are we all going to be okay? And then, you know what I mean? We are in. It's like a hotel fire. Yes, we are in inferno. We are in the film inferno. But we all got out of the building. Now we're just standing on the street right. in our underwear. This would be a good protest day. This would be a. I could get behind this day where we right. all just go to go to work in your sleeping outfit. That's what I'm saying. And so just they, and just pretend that we're in the middle of some kind of huge, crazy thing. So they're trying to do that. You know, the on the seventeenth, they're trying to do, uh, and they do these in Europe, called a national strike, where you don't go to work, uh -huh. no matter what you do. Ah, uh, see, because they want if you. No, if I you get it, but I can't. I, right? I'm in show business, and the show must go on. So here's I can't. my thing. So here's my thing. Caveat. Fair enough. If you got to go to work, go in your fucking pajamas. Go in your underwear. Go unconvinced. Let people know. Go in a way that's like, look, I'm here. This is what I. You, you mean know? go in your pajamas, not not your fucking pajamas, not the pajamas you wear when you're going to be fucking. 
If you fuck in pajamas, I want to know what those pajamas are because I don't think I can get. That's I what I'm saying. To, that's what I I'm can't saying. I can't get anyone to fuck me in a pair of pajamas. Well, maybe you got the wrong pajamas. Well, that's possible. I had a, no. My wife. Uh, There's got to be some man jamas out there. I think I think women like you know at least in my world they're just a pair of boxer briefs and a t-shirt is really the that's been the go-to sometimes for you a, that's yeah. what you're wearing yeah or a, yeah or a t-shirt over a, you know a pajama bottom I take but not a, a whole not the suit not the pajama suit do you wear the whole suit no I got rid of all my pajamas years ago because I realized I wasn't wearing them and I had to I had a few because people every once in a while would give you pajamas back in the day this is this is in the past this is before men started shaving their whole bodies you know yeah sure that's why we're sh- that's why I think that. I, I would now try and connect this the end of men wearing pajamas to the beginning of men having to shave their genitals, because I feel like now we're, we got to be show ready all the time, and right. and that's a real problem. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't. This is just the first moment that I realized this. But yeah, I don't. I don't wear pajamas. But I, I do. I like the idea of pajamas. Did you wear them when you were a kid? Like, yeah. Did you, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The full and the top and bottom. Yes. And then how long till the top came off? In your teens, right, or the bottoms where you mm-hmm. wear pajamas, right? I don't know. I, it might have been college when I when I was sixteen. We took this. Uh, I took a trip, and I think they're still in business. There's people to people, high school student ambassadors. Yeah. yeah. And it was started by President. And you grew up in uh, Tennessee. Yeah. That was in Tennessee. We were living in Tennessee then. Okay. And uh, and it's still going on, but but we'd stay in homes, and they had a list of things to pack. And so this is in the seventies. So. So you were supposed to take a pair of double knit slacks and a sport coat that you could wash in the sink if you had to, yeah. and then well, like pajamas. It. And I had pajamas. And I remember we were in Hungary, and I was like, I am so sick of lugging this giant suitcase full of stuff. I'm going to jettison some stuff. So I left my pajamas in Hungary. Wow. In Do you 1976. Remember them? Do you remember what they were? Uh, they, they were kind of blue flannelly pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope I hope there's some hung- Hungarian boy who's still wearing them. I'm, probably. I mean, uh, maybe uh, if they were flannel. I yeah my I I as soon as I knew I could I jettisoned them but then when I got when I was sick and I had to spend, I spent a lot of time in pajamas I had purchased a pair of Japanese silk pajamas for fun just for fun just to have like a ridiculous pair of pajamas and they did not go over well with anyone in my family everyone was like what is what you were wearing them around they were gold yeah and I wore my fez because I was bald so I was like I kind of made a thing out of it I looked like a you know fezes are cool yeah it was a cool fez and yeah. uh, my friend gave shout it to out. Me. Yeah. Shout out to the Doctor Who fans. Fezzes are cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I liked them when we used to go to the Shriners games, and they drove around in the little cars. Where do you get a Fez? Uh, in a hat store. You can get them online. Okay. Yeah, and you can have them customed. You want a nice Fez, right? Yeah, you want a good... Did I yours mean, have a tassel? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was a... I like the... I like it when it's that rich burgundy. I don't like it, I don't love it red. I like it in, the, in that No, sort burgundy of, and velvety, right? Thick, yeah. Thick, yeah. thick like at felt. least a quarter a, inch yeah. thick of... Yeah. Yeah. Good felt, like good. Uh, um, yeah. So this is a red felt one, and I and I because uh, there's a lot of cheapies out there. There's a lot of that like cray papery, yeah, cardboardy thing. Don't waste your time. No, no. Uh, but none of that does anything for my wife. It, it, it's enjoyable in a, in a in a comedy way. You know, like sometimes you're like, I know, but I'm I'm not. I'm not Tom Hardy. I'm never going to be Tom Hardy. So I'm going to be the guy that occasionally wears hilarious things because. Even my dad did that. My what about Tom have... Hardy makes you think of pajamas? No, but Tom Hardy's a guy who's just good looking. He's just he's just good looking. Like he can wear funny clothes, but it won't be funny. But if I wear funny clothes, it'll be funny because I'm kind of funny looking, right? But if I wear, mm, you know what I mean, I don't know. I, it's hard for I me to judge into, how good looking other well, guys are, but I feel like I you're a, into, you're a nice clean shave away from being. A, to me, you're you're older than Tom Hardy, so so that I am. He's yeah. yeah. But I mean. He, 
you but, get a good shave and a nice outfit, you're you're fine. You're yeah, fine. I mean, I do okay, but I but I like the idea of like my father. They used to call him uh, Jackass Pants every year at Christmas and and in summers when he'd get together with my uncle, they would try and find the plattiest. Mm -hmm. or the patchworkiest or my dad would have Christmas pants that were red and velvet like he always made a point of some kind of festive mm -hmm. this is not about my ego this is right. fun it also happened to look good on him when he did it and you what, know, what did like they call that. them? idiot pants idiot pants? yeah they're called idiot pants asshole pants idiot pants Sometimes does he have a whole closet full of asshole pants through the ages? I mean are you going to inherit he that? I jettisoned them oh. I wish he did because I'm now trim enough to wear them but yeah yeah yeah, they had, there was ones that, you know, uh, corduroy with tuxedo stripes. I mean, they were really uh, quite uh, awesome. It used uh, to be you could go to the thrift store and get some good asshole pants, but I don't think those, those days are kind of gone. Lily Pulitzer used to make something. She's a designer. She used to make a, she had mostly floral print stuff, a lot of Hawaiian-y stuff, but it was like white on color. But mm -hmm. she used to make a thing called patio pants. Patio pants? Same idea, men's flowered pants to wear around on the patio during the summer. Yeah, these are these are great old American traditions. I, I got to borrow your notebook because yes, I feel like I, we got the title of this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I'm going to have to replace it. Yeah, you can I call gotta, it idiot, idiot pants. No, I think this is better. We're just with a dollar oh, sign. slacks. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. You think? Okay. Yeah, All right. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know what the answer is. The answer is a little. Well, no, so then, no, but I think you were saying what the answer is, so I'm trying to figure out, okay, so just knowing what I know and being involved makes me feel calmer, but my goal is to find out what it is that I do that makes people feel better about this time that we're going to be in for a while. I think you're right. We're, this is going to be four years, probably, and the repercussions of this are going to go for a while, And then, but a lot of great movements, so there will be a lot of origin stories in the next four years. So there will be a lot of organizations and groups and and. Uh, there's a, a lot of imagination put to use. Look, if you love Italians and if you love English people who are from a country, and if you and if you like, uh, well, who else? The um, people from Mongolia. These are the descendants of the Huns and the descendants of the Romans and the descendants of the British Empire. Right. If you like them because they've been they've had their comeuppance and now they're on the back side of it and they're just some fun people. Get ready, because that's who we Americans are going to be. Let me tell you something. I used to. Don't say you think we're going to be? We're going to get to be. We're going to be. We're going to be a lot more charming and, and likable. Yes. Once the Chinese are in charge. <laughs> you know, it's funny because you go to places, and I know this because I have a lot of Australian friends and also Canadians, and they. There's a sense I think sometimes that, you know, there's, you go there and they're not number one. So that's not a part of their day-to-day -day existence, of maintaining that thing. And while there's some bitterness about the United States, nobody's fucking worried. They're like, they're like, I'm like, this is the best, right? You just have a country, and you're beautiful, interesting people, and you don't have, you're not, no one has to, you know, no one's going to go, fuck, they got all the bombs, and they're trying to be, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, you don't have to get involved in everyone's shit, but you're, a, look, everyone loves you when you show up. You know, you're an ally. Right. Uh, and that's not to be condescending. It's just like the pressure is off when you're not number one. And that's a lot of pressure to put on because our whole fucking society is built on number one. And this is where number one has gotten us, right? It's this make America great is I would like my businesses to succeed. You know, let's get capitalism going again. Mm -hmm. That's what, you know, America was great. It was it's, it's based on some amazing ideas, you know. Uh, it wasn't not great. It's uh, still great. It's still great. Full, a lot of nice people here. Yes. A lot of and nice think, people. And I think and I think your daughters, our daughters' generation are going to be some fantastic. These are fantastic people. 
They're These fantastic. Are be fantastic people. Fantastic people. They're going to be huge. They're going to be huge. In China, they... When I do it, I start to go into like a... Uh, I don't even know. Uh, almost like a... I'm trying to think of that character I almost went into. It's not not Christopher Walken. Right. Something like that. Well, it could have been Christopher Walken. When you right. said Gina, I thought you were saying the second half of Vagina. Yeah, you were no. saying China. Yeah, because that's why he, he says, yeah. yeah that's, China. I, yeah. It's some kind of, see, I feel like we're watching a magic show, kind of a hypnotist act, where, where you, I can't really be sure exactly what he's up to, because it can't be what it seems like it is when you're watching him, just a crazy person doing right. crazy, yeah. crazy mean stuff. Yeah. And I know that there's people who, who voted for him who are still on board, and like, hey, finally, now this is, this is what we thought was going to, we're getting what we wanted. And so I, I just, holy cow. Anyway. Let's. Uh, did you um uh uh, did you enjoy this? Is my last question about it, and then we'll move on to something else. Did you enjoy that podcast that I recommended to you, the one uh, with the cats from uh, the speechwriters? Pod Save America. Yes. That's a that's a uh, it's liberal guys. So it's a liberal podcast. So that's. Oh yeah, no, it's. I mean, no, I'm just a, I'm a, talking to them. Oh yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Well, they were speechwriters. They were two speechwriters and they, them. I mean, you, the listener. Yes. I'm talking to you, the listener, when I yes. say it's a liberal podcast because right. I knew it was a liberal podcast because Greg recommended it to me and we had a big conversation which you weren't privy to. I'd love it if people could listen to all of my conversations. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Let me let me just let me catch up with this. My father was is friends with a guy who used to work in uh, Nixon's um, uh, uh, part of Nixon's team in Nixon's cabinet. And he's a really fucking interesting guy and super funny. And so it's inside baseball. And so I love talking to him about politics. Uh-huh. I, I've know, got a friend like that. Yeah. And so that's what I felt like, you know, uh, if there were three, you know, speechwriters from the Bush administration who had a show, be interesting to me because I want to hear what happens in the hallways. I want to know what feels yeah. real. And so these guys are about as close as, as to it and they're entertaining enough that you can get a sense of what it feels like. I like them. I listen to Pod Save America, and I like them. But I also feel like they're they're operating in from an insider's old school political point of view, right. and so I, I don't think always that they're getting a handle on what the deep because they because they just kind of can't believe what's going on, and then now he's done this, and oh my god, what's going to happen there? And this is why you're not allowed to do that. And I feel like no, there's something is happening here that they're not understanding either. But Pod Save America, I, if you're if you're a liberally person and you, or you're prone to that point of view, or you want to find out what the, the smarty pants of those guys with a sense of humor are thinking, I think it's a great one. Yeah, and they're pretty open and candid about it. I mean, they're not they're not trying to pretend to be fair and balanced in any way. But they also, I think, they know how to. Like they had the you know they've had lawyers from the White House on who are you know and they talk about what things are meant to not be political right with mm-hmm. the Joint Chiefs and stuff all stuff, um, but it's an interesting uh, for me I find it calming in some in some manner uh, because uh, there are there are moments where you know, th- there are guests that are like look even no matter who they get as justices they're not going to dismantle the Constitution. And then when those guys all get in a room, that while well, they are Republican and, and Democrat, and they sometimes swing that way, they're not going to dismantle the Constitution. We're not going to fall apart. We're not going to fall apart. Although, when you watch the real politics, instead of the people who are smart people who used to be in charge talking about what's going on in the real poli- political... And, and then you turn on the real politics world, and it feels like you're watching the roast battle... <laughs> You know, it's just like, okay, well, that's a funny joke, but I, I don't get how that makes any sense. We, we, we just passed a presidential order that we're going to repeal 
two regulations, we put in another regulation. Well, that the theory of that sounds good, but then how? How? Well, like, what does that mean? Okay, so we can. So does that mean we can say, okay, we're only going to use solar energy, and then the two regulations that we're going to get rid of have to do with the kind of hat you have to wear when you're on a construction site? You know, I mean, like, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't understand how it's all going to play out. But it is funny. It's like when you're playing. A, it's like when you were kids and you used to make up a game, right? Like right. you'd say, okay, the boundary is over there, it's over at Steve's house, right? We're putting the line over there. You're just saying what you can understand. He's just saying things back to himself that he understands. Anything more nuanced than that, he's not interested in. It makes sense. He goes, you put in one, you take out two. That way you get one, and then the other one stays. So I Why don't we just tell get... Mexico that Texas and uh, Arizona, New Mexico, and California are hot lava? And so if you try and sneak in, you're going to be walking on hot lava. That is my favorite thing. That's, been, that's my favorite. Yes, please. Okay, so yes. it's either between asshole pants or hot lava is the title oh of this God, episode. The idea of just telling people, look, look, because that is exactly what that is exactly what it is. We're gonna have a huge wall over here, and that's hot lava, and you can't touch that. I right. like also. I like that it's hot lava. Right, and also it's like <laughs> it's not cool. It's not. He turned everybody into shirts and skins. Right? Oh. Shirts and skins, I hated that. Yes. Well, I mean, I hated being skins. Yeah. And maybe that's just my own lack of... I yes. feel like now I'm an okay-looking guy for my age, but I'm still not excited to take my shirt There's off. There's no place that I arrive at physically where I know I'll be comfortable taking my shirt off. But this is what I love about Burt Kreischer. I mean, I, I only met him one time, and I wanted to get to be better friends with the guy just because he's so completely charming. But he does his show. He just takes his shirt off. He just takes his shirt off. I love that about him. That's what I said about David Cross. I was like, no wonder I know this guy's going to succeed. He is standing on top of a he's standing on top of a dumpster naked, with a wig on for Mr. Show, and he does not care that. I mean, everyone, the crew, everyone can see his whole all of it, and he could give a shit. He doesn't even. He seems bored. Well, it's one thing to take your shirt off when you're going to be on TV or you're on stage doing a show. It's another thing to take your shirt off when you're going to the grocery store. There is no amount. Of money that makes showing your balls to any like there's nothing that I do where I go oh well, I'm getting paid for this My, I would not showing your balls what kind of shirt are you talking, talking what about kind Dave, of shirt no, are we... I'm saying David Cross because you know took a whole naked 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 full naked oh well that's another that's a whole other thing outside an outside shoot just down the street from Gower like we're mm-hmm. shooting uh, crazy Ronnie Dobbs on a dumpster naked and I was like that I guess I got to think about it for a minute it's I guess I got to think about it for a minute. I'm, I might do it. In my head, I think, though, but that is like, so for comedy, like, to me, I'm like, that is, I, I wonder sometimes, you know, the mark of it, the, the, you know, of, of a great comic is to be that vulnerable to, in some ways, to be able to be that, I, I don't care, I'm not worried about how I look, I'm worried about what serves the comedy, that, and I don't know that I'm always like that. Well, that's why you got to take, that's, I feel like that's why people need to give Jerry Lewis a little more respect, because a lot of things that people wanted to make fun of him for being just completely stupid and silly, that's exactly what you're talking about. He was just like, look, I'm going to get people to laugh if I have to do some weird... He'll do whatever he's got to do to get the job done. What I've realized with that kind of stuff is, you know, and it's hard to explain... You realize this when you become older and you're trying to explain things to your kids. In the moment, that was so right, and it was so ballsy, and it was so fucking weird and interesting. And that's the same thing that was true of like early Howie Mandel and even Jim Carrey, where you're like, God, this guy is out there, man. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. You look back and you go, this is so corny. But it was a moment that you can't be in. You know, there are some things that are just so zeitgeisty in terms of like that kind of comedy 
where you take a risk and that risk feels right for the times. Jerry Lewis was like that. And some of it, you can go back and look at it. But the stuff that holds up are the really solid Jack Benny jokes. You know, that's uh -huh. the stuff that over time kind of is easy. You know, it, people get. But they see him uh, and they either like it or they... You know, my kids are like, I guess they can... And I love... My kids are like, hey, Jim Carrey's like... Uh, they don't get it? They don't like what about it. Ace Ventura Pet Detective? They, they were like, eh... Dumb and Dumb. And I, was like, I, I haven't laugh. watched those in a while, so but I don't know. But. I laughed so hard at Ace Ventura when I went to see it with my sister. I thought we were both going to have seizures. I thought he was magnificent. And when he first came around, and I worked with him once at the uh, at, at, uh, in Walnut Creek, or at the Foo Bars, uh -huh. and he was so nice, and he was so fucking funny. I Powerfully just, silly. Uh, yes. Yeah, I got I can't, you know, Jim Carrey, at, I love Jim Carrey. I, I think room, he's so he funny. And he just sucked people in. I mean, they were yeah. like, and this was before uh, uh, the uh, you know, his big break. Uh, before he was on the um, Dumb and Dumber. No, no, the, no, the, the, the uh, show. Living Color. Before Living Color, but it was just it was just his act. Those characters, Fireman Jim and all that. He was just a guy who turned yeah. around. He'd been in a fire, and his face looked like he'd been in a fire, and you're like, "The oh, fuck do you do that?" And he was really risky, and and likable. There was also just like, oh, he's sort of handsome at the same time. Mm -hmm. like he really was something. He was, but when you look back, Canadian. At it, it's Canadian. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're Talk about people coming over here stealing our jobs. <laughs> Those Canadians, they get the good jobs. Yeah, well, of course they do. So the Australians. Uh huh. Yeah. Do they? Look at well, yeah. I mean, look at any Gosling's a Canadian, isn't he? Or is that Ryan Reynolds? I don't know. I get them all confused. I can't keep track of the young, young, you attractive movie? people. No. What is it? The La La, 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 La Land? Land. No, haven't seen it yet. I'm waiting. My wife. We have the screener. I'm going to watch it with my daughter. My wife already saw it. I hear it's great. I'm going to like it. It's yeah. a musical. What's it, not to like? I would I would say to you, if you can, while it's still out, I would see it with your daughter and I'd go to the theater. Yeah, I don't know. Theater's not for me. Well, I don't know. I'm not a, right I don't like to go to theaters. I don't. I don't you got to go. There's that. other people. You got to. I mean, not look. What you should be saying. People go to theaters to see us. No, I know. Well, people go to theaters, but I'm actually there. Look, if Ryan Reynolds and. and uh, who is it? Amy? Is it Amy Adams? Or is it the other one? No. <laughs> it's, it's neither. It's. Uh, <laughs> it's. Um, uh, uh, oh, my God. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Right. She's terrific, also. I enjoy. <laughs> I, enjoy, I get her confused a little bit with yeah. Amy Adams because yeah, she was in a, Amy Adams is in Arrival. Is that right? That's right. And then yeah, okay. Adams. I did like uh, I did like Arrival. I did too. But there was no. I don't think any dancing in that. Nope. No. Nope. There was no dancing. no dancing. Although we don't know what those alien spot things were doing. Were that, there, there could have been a there was maybe a were there any aliens in La La Land? No. Not that you saw. Not, Not that um, you saw. All those buildings could have been full of aliens. So that's the thing that's you right. don't know. That's right. But I have to say, man. I really love the theater. See, I love seeing it. I mean, I, I would see every movie in the, in the movie theater if I could. I because like I the theater. I feel like it just feels, you're there, and you're like, this is what the guy meant. I always like it when I get there and I'm watching it. It's like game yeah. night. I hate the idea of game night until I get there and I'm having a good oh time. When you go to somebody's house for game night, OMG, go F yourself. I know. Um, but uh, I like going to the movies in a theater if it's if it's a big action-y thing. Maybe, maybe you're right. La La Land would be a perfect one for that. But then you can get six, sitting next to someone who's eating their corn but in think, a way that you I, don't like. I think your daughter can get a kick out of it. Because it's also would. meant to be shot in Technicolor or whatever, and it's meant to be sort of an homage to the old music. We just but turn it up and get close to the TV. Look, and some TVs are really good, although I don't like... HD. I don't like that. How it feels like it's all just a big Spanish soap opera. <laughs> too much for Grandpa. Too much. Yeah, there's too much. There are two in the room with me. Put them back behind that filmic look. But I also I do love that experience. I love trailers. I love the theater. I love that whole thing. And I I really I it was so uh, 
important to me as a kid and even in college and I was I'm a person who's happy to go to movies by myself I, mean, uh -huh. I kind of prefer it sometimes um, but um, yeah and so I always uh, comedies are the like the ones I you know that, those are the ones I pretty much feel like I can see at home on some mm -hmm. level you know mm -hmm. but, or the airplane uh, I love to I love to watch comedies on the airplane right and I enjoy look I've enjoyed a movie on my phone Bad right? Moms have you watched Bad Moms no <laughs> Yeah. Bad moms, if you're listening to this and you want to go, and you're a woman, and you want to go laugh with your girlfriends, get a box of wine and watch Bad Moms and Is get back good? to me. And so, made me laugh hard. Made me laugh really hard oh, because good. it's all comedians like now it. writing these movies. Comedians and they're they're written for. Oh yeah. You know now. Mainstream culture has gotten to where stand-up comedy was. You know, they they'll say some outrageous stuff. They say some super dirty things. I uh, bad moms loved it. Yeah. Well, I could. Uh, yes, I was absolutely say that about this time period. The level of um, uh, just joke writing. Mm -hmm. Some movies you go, Jesus Christ! I don't. Have, I mean, that's there's so many amazing jokes in this. You know, laughing hard. Yeah. Yeah. We we're about two thirds yeah. of the way through Zootopia. <laughs> we're watching Zootopia at three consecutive nights at our house with our daughter, yeah. and we're liking that. There's some funny stuff we in like Zootopia. Zootopia a lot, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I have to say, like I, I, um, what did I see? Oh, I saw we saw La La Land over the holidays. We saw La La Land, and we went to see Rogue One, where I was, uh, I walked out, and I was like, man, that was so. And my wife goes, a low. I was. That was the worst. And all of a sudden, the girls were like, oh. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh my God, really? They didn't like almost, Rogue One and you loved it? Oh, my God, I almost cried during it. Yeah. 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 And I think it was probably nostalgic, some of it. You know, mm -hmm. blue milk is what, you know, the, they had the blue milk in there, which they haven't had in there from since. It really reminded, it, yeah. it was meant to really remind you of the first one. This is the problem with living forever, and we haven't really lived forever. We're just living into a, a decent, we're having a, it's, it, would be, it would be sad if we died tomorrow. Right. But but it wouldn't be like, oh, too young. It would just be like you caught a young right. number. That's right. But living forever, like like once you rolled into, and, and I'm not talking about living forever, like being 114 and gumming your steak. I'm talking about right. if, you, if you could be as healthy as you are now forever, it would be, a, you'd, you'd be, no one would understand you. You'd be crying at things that other people didn't think were sad. You wouldn't be able to follow movies. They'd be happening so fast. You'd be like, holy crap. You didn't have this color. We haven't had this color since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Everything would set you off. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And so then I also, that's also now that I'm at a point with my kids where I'm like, I don't know whether what they like is good or not because I don't know, I don't trust my own judgment because it's all informed by mostly my past. I'm excited by things that are new. I'm not as hard on things as I used to be because I understand the process. But I also... Uh, know that there are certain things that I'm like I can't even give this to you what it gives to me I can't get uh -huh. back from you know because Star Wars happened like I was you know there's a certain things you go oh I got to live through that I was there the day there wasn't Star Wars and then it was and then it was there and if you lived in that time period it was a game mm -hmm. changer in such a way that you know you can't go back and critique it now because you had to have at least lived through it to understand it which is true of almost everything but well, nobody I mean? goes to the moon anymore. I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna keep going to the moon, and then we were gonna go somewhere else. But but, but young people now haven't seen people go to the moon. There's a there's a bunch of young people who think that the world is flat. There's flat Earth people. Oh 
gosh. Yeah, That's I know. Fantastic. So, uh, what's your? What, let's. We should. We should kind of wrap wrap let's this wrap and then get on with just being friends. Yeah. Let's sell. Um, let's sell a product for those people. Something that you so get. What's your favorite new thing that you've done recently? Oh, good Do you have a good one? Do you have a like a virtual reality or a thing or a what's music? What's my favorite thing? like like modern like modern thing? What's a new thing that you've done? Like like not Snapchat, but I don't because I, I can't figure okay. out Snapchat. I'm trying. I'm trying, everybody. Um, What's a new thing that I've got? Have you got some new thing or new band or new, like, oh, you know what you got to do? Boba tea? Have you ever had boba tea? Yep. I've had I'm just boba throwing tea. things out. It's I've not that. Boba tea. It's not What's that. Yours? Tell me what it would yours be, boba tea would be all right if it didn't have those balls in it. I think it would then just be. Just I think be boba, some. I think yeah, like that's, that might you know, be you're right. That, that's that is, those are the bobas, yeah. yeah. And that was just, those guys are just left over from, because tapioca went out of business. So there's just, uh, just there's those balls laying around. They're yeah. Like, well, the kids didn't What are we going to do with these? Let's put them in the tea. They're bigger. Now, God, what is what is new that I like? Um, is there any kind of? Uh, did you delete your Uber? Are you, have you switched over to Lyft now? We were supposed to do that. I, you know what happened was, I really, I was like Lyft, 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 and it wouldn't fucking pick me up. And I was like, I was in San Francisco. I was like, well, I'm gonna fucking Uber. You know, I need a car. Eventually, you got to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and also, um, uh. I didn't fully understand that issue, so I needed to do some research. So I, you know, I didn't quite. And have, then you did I some had, research, or you didn't? I did, I did, and I would use Lyft, but I, I, uh, but they, I. It seemed to me like uh, what I know of it was they made a epic mistake, but I don't know that they were. They just. So uh, my I'm understanding is they didn't Elon go on. Musk. They didn't go on strike when they were supposed to go on strike for the New York cab drivers for the. Um, right, they took advantage countries. of the situation. Well, or they offered people a way to get home who were just innocent traveler people. I, I know, but you can't. I, but I don't know. Who who I knows? I don't know. I don't take yeah, any. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not a. Yeah. I, I just I ride my bike. I'll tell right. you. I talk about it all the time. The thing I like the most. My favorite new thing is ways. Ways. The yes. The 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 uh, get you know how to get from one place to another. The, yeah, it's an app on your phone yes, that gets you around is, traffic. Yes, because it is alive and it is living and it's new information as it's happening and people connecting with you and giving you like, hey, there's a pothole there. Like, I got to a place the other day and I just showed up to an accident. And I was like, you will not get around. You know, boom. Somebody wrote me and said, what is it? I said, you won't be able to get around. It's a flip car. They've just gotten there. Yeah, except that I feel like when I, whenever I turn on Waze, and I think it's great, it can get you around traffic. If you're listening to this and you don't know what it is, it's, if you live in a city where there's a lot of traffic, yeah. you get this app, Waze, and you tell it where you're going, and yes. it routes you there. But it'll sometimes start you right off. Like, I'm going 15 miles across town, and it'll start me off in my neighborhood, turn right, get off the main road, go under here, go, go past this. It's like Waze is, to me, it feels like having a crazy person who's actually right telling you things. It'd be like yes. if a homeless person just walked up That's and right. knew your name and started telling you life-changing yes. advice. Yes. That's what it seems like to That's me. That's right. There's no way that my show at the beach doesn't go in the direction of the beach, which I can see from here, and you've asked me to go in the opposite direction of the beach. Right. But every time I've given in, mm -hmm. you know, I've trusted, I've gotten there early. I'd like a ways for life. Like you, like yes. you just turn on the camera phone, and it looks at you and it goes, not those pants. Yeah. Or you go through your whole closet. Just yeah. like throw this... I try to get you to help me with that, but... You were, I've, I've gotten rid of some stuff. I know I'm making I'm making some mistakes. I don't think so. I think you do, I think you look great, and I also think it is a that is absolutely a journey of self. Like it's a, you gotta find you gotta find it in you because other people telling you stuff, then you go, well, this is Greg's idea of what it should look like, and he right. has some good ideas, but those are his. You know. So here's my advice to you. We're gonna wrap this up now. Yes. But take a look at yourself, not you, mm -hmm. but yes, you and me. Yeah. Let's take a look at ourselves. Yeah. Take a look at ourselves every day. 
and what you're about to do and ask yourself, is this me and am I sure I know what I'm doing? And is this making it better or is this going to make it worse? Yeah. And, and then that, just try that for a few days. And also, could you please start tweeting more kittens or monkeys? Yeah, anything. Just, yeah, yes. Absolutely. Uh, you know, true, my daughter shows me those videos that I would miss, like the kid at the baseball game who kept staring at the camera, the little boy, and they, first he's just staring at it, and then he realizes he's looking at it, and they keep going back to him, they're cutting away, and the announcers are fucking howling, and this kid just keeps making and he makes more and more faces, and it's, it's just weird, and she couldn't, she, if she explained it to me, I would have said, I don't want to watch that, but when she just showed it to me, I'm like, right, that stuff is still happening, people are still funny and weird and interesting yeah, we have to keep reminding each other that we, there's another side of humanity that isn't all hateful. Okay, look, let's let's wrap this let's wrap this up. Let's get some lunch. I'll post this episode, and then we'll do a Facebook Live to promote this. You, are you up for that? I love that because we'll have a big media day. All right, that. this is what I say at the end of every episode. Do you have a thing that you like to say? Do you have a thing uh, you like no, to say? No, I haven't picked okay. one. I've never landed on one. Okay, well, this is the thing. I just this is my one because it has to do because don't. Just be nice to yourself. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And now more than ever. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. If you feel like you've just had enough and you can't take it anymore, turn your TV off. Go make yourself something that you like to eat. Sit down and watch your favorite movie and wait for somebody you like to come home. And if you don't have anybody that you like who's coming over, call them up and tell them to come over or go to their house. These are just, okay. Here's, here's what I like to say. They're still making candy. They're still making candy. When they stop making candy, that's when shit's gone off the hook. So go go see if they're still making candy. They're still making candy. They're still making candy, man. Dude, it's not going to be asshole pants anymore. <laughs> still making candy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. I don't care. I can't hear you unless you talk into the machine.